Hey guys, you're listening to Millennials at the Movies. I'm Amy. And I'm Novi. And kids, if you come across a house like this on Halloween night, I highly suggest you don't trick or treat there. <laughs> today we're doing Evil Dead 2, Dead by Zon. According to Google Movies, the second of three films in the Evil Dead series is part horror, part comedy, with Ash Williams once again battling horrifying demons at a secluded cabin in the woods. After discovering an audio tape left by a college professor that contains voices reading from the Book of the Dead, Ash's girlfriend Linda becomes possessed by evil spirits that are awakened by the voices on the tape. Ash soon discovers there is no escaping the woods. It's streaming on Indie Flicks, and on Rotten Tomatoes, the critics give it a 97, and the audience gives it an 89. Oh, wow. Okay. I did tell you these are some of the most beloved movies of all time, right? For some yeah, you... <laughs> people, they're up in like the realm of Terminator, Back to the Future, great. Uh, and I'm stepping into some interesting shit right now, because... Well, we'll talk about the ratings later. Um, <laughs> I will start by saying that I really did like that the beginning of the movie explained shit a little. Like, it gave you kind of more of an insight on what is going to happen or, like, what like what has happened, I guess, more than what is going to happen. It told um, you what the book is and exactly. why the book is. Yeah, whereas, like, the first one, I was like, I don't know what the fuck is happening. It never really got explained. You were just kind of like, okay, I guess this is what's happening, you know? Whereas this one lays it out for you, and I do appreciate that, and I think it was important for them to have that. Because with that said, the whole rest of the movie was a serious mind fuck. I was just like, huh? <laughs> what? What's happening? Who's that? Yeah. What's going on? Like, literally the entire movie. I was like, I don't know who these people are. I don't know. I mean, I know who Ash is. I know who Linda is. And I have an idea of what the hell is going to happen. But I also thought it was a remake of the movie. And I know you had to clear that up for me. But it's not really a remake. But it's kind of a remake or something, right? <laughs> well, this is what happened with all of that. When the people from Evil Dead 1, the same director, same actor, Bruce Campbell, were they were putting Evil Dead 2 together, but they mm. didn't have the rights to Evil Dead 1 because it was done by New Line Cinema, and they wouldn't sell it to them, even mm. though it was their movie originally. Rights issues with this franchise are awful, Basically, oh. every movie and every series is owned by different people, and it's very difficult to get them to come together on anything. But to quote Bruce Campbell, we couldn't get the rights to our own movie, which was the most ridiculous thing ever. So we just shot a recap with different actors as though that was the recap. <laughs> There's a big debate on whether Evil Dead 2 is a remake or a sequel. It's a requel. It's whatever you want to call it. <laughs> but he does make it clear that this is not an actual sequel and that Ash isn't dumb enough to bring another girl back to the death camp. Yeah. <laughs> Thank goodness. I that, thought... That was the first thing I wrote down was, really, Ash? What the fuck? But then it got I, cleared up. Go ahead. This is what I thought. This was my headcanon before I actually heard that. I thought that this was Ash's own retelling of one. Because in oh. one, 
he was useless and weak and pathetic and scared the entire time. Mm -hmm. And this one, the three people that he witnessed the deaths of Mm -hmm. aren't even there. Yeah. And when Linda is actually possessed, he steps up and takes care of it right away. Like a hero. Instead of waffling and whining and crying and not being able to do it like last time. Also, I did think that it was kind of a retelling because not only was he the hero, but Linda was banging hot this time. (laughs) Not that the actress last time wasn't a lovely young woman, but Mm. this girl was thinner, (laughs) bigger boobs, better hair. Like... This is, in my mind, the story a guy tells. Like, oh yeah, I caught the biggest fish, and my <laughs> girlfriend was a ten, and I was a, I was the man. My dick is eight inches long. Exactly. Um, yeah. That, you know, honestly, that makes it way more interesting a movie, if that's what it was. Because... Um, Yeah, like, okay, so I talked about in the first one how I was, like, I hated the characters, basically, and I hated Scotty, and then I ended up loving Scotty. And then this one starts off, and it's just him and uh, Linda, and I'm like, okay, great, so you took the part of the movie that I enjoyed, and you got rid of him. I'm less interested in this at the start than I was in the other one, you know? Um, But then... I think the thing that I disliked the most about this movie was that they just kind of randomly threw in the two couples that end up showing up at the house later on. They just randomly threw them into the movie and I didn't know who they were and I didn't know why they were there. I, I mean, eventually it made a little bit of sense, but I still don't really know what uh jake and bobby joe were doing there well first off they were there to be people who die right you can't have a horror movie and only have one person die no yeah i do yeah i agree with that but they were also kind of brought in to be the forest guides to get annie and ed to the cabin Because they establish who Ed and Annie are pretty well. Okay, let me rephrase. They establish it in the script pretty well, and the two actors do the shittiest performance I've ever seen. (laughs) Yeah. I don't understand. Was that on purpose? (laughs) Because this is a comedy. And I know particularly Annie is a Broadway actress, and she's gotten some really good roles and i'm shocked that she's that accomplished with how shitty she was in this movie (laughs) maybe this was like really early on in her career and then eventually she got better (laughs) or it was on purpose it was a decision she made to to play the role that way yeah or musical theater is a very different beast yeah it could be I would imagine it probably is anyway, but I I feel like even though, like you said, it was kind of established who they were, I still was like, I don't understand why you're here. Like, I was still, I think it was just because the movie was so confusing, and also I 
was confused about why they were rushing shit at the start of the movie, though later I understand. But like, I also was just like, okay, wait, what? I'm so confused. It was like two movies in one. Exactly. Ash is there. Because like Ash is there, Linda becomes a demon thing pretty like early on, right at the beginning. And then it's just Ash having to deal with that and the house and his own insanity. And it all that all of that happens in the first like 20 minutes of the movie or something like that. So it, they give us that. And I was just like, okay, isn't the movie going to be over soon? And I forgot that there were other people, you know, that were going to be showing up and all that. But like, I felt like it was being so sped up. And I get it now because, I mean, because of what you said, but also like I've seen the whole movie now. But in that moment, I was just like, I don't understand what the hell else they're going to do with the rest of the movie. Yeah, I thought maybe Ash was going to be attacking these people who showed up, but then that didn't make any sense because, like, he's supposed to be the hero in all these movies. So, like, what the fuck? Like, what is happening? So I was really confused, and I was just and and then they sped all that up, and then I felt like the whole rest of the movie took so long. And I think I, that's similar to the first one. I think the first one also had a lot of like slow moments that I was just like, oh fucking hell! All right move on you know like get to the action I don't know why I still expected that in this movie knowing what the first one was like (laughs) it really does feel like two separate movies like the first half or the first Mm -hmm. 30 minutes is a really chilling psychological thriller with just ash and the cabin and then after that it kind of becomes more of a slasher kind of a little more generic yeah and if not for ash it would be almost completely generic at that point but Mm -hmm. i don't want to go too far into the two couples that show up because i want to start with my favorite quote Ooh, okay at the beginning when ash is kind of courting Linda in the cabin and he is mm. playing the piano for her and she's dancing and it's very cute mm. he absolutely ruins it by saying what do you say we have some champagne huh baby after all <laughs> I'm a man and you're a woman at least the last time I checked <laughs> and yeah I was so relieved at that point because I thought when Ash started to tell the story back of his own exploits, he was going to make himself cool. (laughs) And he might have made himself a badass, but he still made himself a moron. (laughs) Ash isn't capable of being cool, even in his own head. That's what we're learning. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Well, I... and. I don't want to skip the first part because I think the beginning of the movie is my favorite part of the whole movie. Same. Um, so many great things happen in, again, in like 20 minutes. If this was just a short movie and they ended it um, somewhere, I, I don't even know exactly where, somewhere along the, I think along the time of him losing his mind and laughing with the cabin. Um, that it's First of all, I thought it was great acting. Um, And secondly, it was portrayed so well because I felt uncomfortable. I felt like something was going on in my own head because of what was happening to him. 
Um, and it was, it, it was a little slow, but it was also like, it needed to be slow because it, that's insanity. It doesn't all just happen at once. It takes time, you know? And it, I thought that was really, really great. Yeah, and it was taking you on the journey of him becoming insane. Mm-hmm. But the way the house was taunting him was great. Because now that he has had his action boy makeover, it couldn't just start sending demons and bad boys after him. Mm-hmm. It had to... S- after Linda died, the house started playing the piano and then mm-hmm. the corpse dug itself out of the ground and started <laughs> dancing the oh way God. that the live <laughs> girlfriend had. And it was so, div- like, it was a beautiful scene. Mm-hmm. It was hilarious and it was obviously meant for comedy. But yeah. it was also just like, yes, this is how you break him. You don't do it by giving him a demon to fight. You do it by making him doubt himself. Yeah. Well, and and there was there were so many little things that you could see him doubting himself and again losing his mind because there was that scene. I think my favorite scene in the entire movie when the rocking chair is moving and he's slowly walking up to it, and then he like puts his hand out. I think he means to touch the rocking chair, but he doesn't get that far, and the chair just stops moving. And all the noises stop. And then he like freaks out a little in reaction to it. But also it's like, it's like he freaks out, but he's calmer because the rocking chair stopped moving. And I was just like, that was in his head so much. He wanted it to stop so much that even if it was creepy that it stopped as soon as he reached his hand out, he didn't care because it fucking stopped. And that's what he needed in that moment. Mm -hmm. And I like, it was so good. I loved that scene. It was probably the scene that, like, if anything was going to give me goosebumps, it would have been that scene. Yeah. It might have. I didn't pay attention. <laughs> um, I also like that the you had the perspective, like, of the demon or of the whatever you want to call it, attacking Ash. Um, they did that, I think, in the first one, too. And it was, it works. It works really well because you feel like you're, like, you're seeing it not from the protagonist's point of view or the hero's point of view but you're seeing it from the point of view of the demon or of the spirit or whatever the fuck it is that's attacking him and i love that i will say though i think it was used much better in the first movie in this Mm -hmm. one i even said last time that it was more scary because you didn't see what was behind it and all you saw were the terror on the faces of the people being attacked Mm -hmm. i think it was less scary in this one because it actually started to have chase scenes yeah and I think the chase scenes made it less scary because you weren't getting that emotion from the people standing there frozen in terror you were just seeing their butts and legs running away yeah and it kind of ruined that effect for me I agree. I think it, at the beginning part of the movie, it still had that effect. Later on in the movie, it didn't. Later on in the... It, it really turned into a whole different movie. It didn't even feel like it had anything to do with each other. You know what I mean? Like the beginning and then the rest of the movie. Um, what's the actor's name? The Ash actor? Bruce Campbell. Bruce Campbell. I would have never thought I would have said this about him considering the previous movie. 
Um, and the acting in either of these movies, really, but he is such a good actor. And I know I already said that once, but that scene where he's beating himself up, I think it's in the kitchen or something. Um, and he's like choking himself and punching himself and all that. Because his it hand has so been good. possessed. Yeah, that's what it is. Yeah, it was so good. I loved seeing that because it was ridiculous, but it was also really well done because it felt like he was actually being attacked as you're watching him attack himself. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I also do like that, um, and this might be jumping a little bit, or not that much, I guess, when he, you know, saws off his own hand and he puts like a bucket or something like that on it to hold it down. Um, one of the books that he places on top of the bucket is called A Farewell to Arms. And I really <laughs> thought that was funny. <laughs> See, like the beginning had so many great things. There was also when the hand is like running away from him and he stops to change the bullets in his gun and the hand is like tapping its fingers, waiting for him and like laughing at him. And then it tries to run off and gets caught in the mousetrap. So okay. then Ash laughs at him and then... The hand flips him off. Sorry, go ahead. I, I that hand is so ridiculous. It and is. And so wonderful. Mm-hmm. And I love that the hand actually affects the story moving forward mm-hmm. in very serious ways. But yeah. hey, um, if Thing ever gets tired of Uncle Fester. <laughs> And wants himself a little bit of strange. There's nothing stranger. Oh, uh, yeah. They could hold hands. Oh, uh, uh, uh. <laughs> yeah. The I thought uh, actually that's funny though because there's that similarity, but there was also um, I know this is jumping ahead, kind of, but the Ash Demon reminded me of Lurch. They all, especially Ash, though, look like shitty Buffy uh, vampires. (laughs) Like, from early seasons when they had no budget, so they just, like, made them weird cat faces. (laughs) With the swollen um, forehead. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't even watch Buffy, but I know what you're talking about. (laughs) Yeah. um, I... I think the hand scenes in general were my favorite ones because they were so stupidly funny. Mm-hmm. Um, and also they included, I feel like this movie w- gave me a hard time with favorite lines, but there was the whole thing of him getting pissed off and yelling repeatedly, give me back my hand. <laughs> <laughs> so stupid. Yeah. I feel like I want to do that if somebody holds my hand, just yell at them, give me back hand just to scare the fuck out of them and see if they know what the movie is because they won't nobody knows this movie (laughs) everyone knows this movie i I know you're not from here originally people Mm -hmm. from here know this movie (laughs) (laughs) well the people i know that are from here don't watch this type of movie so they don't know it so as far as i'm concerned nobody knows this movie (laughs) my favorite scene that happens before the others show up Mm-hmm. happened before Ash loses his hands. Well, I guess his hand is still going a little bit. Yeah. But it's after he's chopped up Linda with the chainsaw. 
Mm. He's looking at himself in the mirror that used to be a puddle in the last movie, but I guess yeah. isn't anymore. Or mm-hmm. maybe it is. Who knows? And he's trying to convince himself he's okay, and he just says, fine. And then his reflection becomes alive mm-hmm. and just goes, I don't think so. We just cut up our girlfriend with a chainsaw. Does that sound fine? And then it starts choking him. Uh huh. And it's a beautiful shot because the camera pans into the hands around his neck and then it pans back out and he's choking himself. Yeah. And it's that, that so level of you can never tell through the beginning of the movie if the house is doing it or if he's just losing it. Yeah. I I like the idea of him losing his mind and just everything, at least in that beginning part of the movie, is it happening in his head. Maybe yeah. maybe everything. I don't know. I, I I can't decide if if the Linda thing was happening in his head too. Like if he was already crazy when he got there and then he just started to unravel, or if he was okay and then he had to you know chop up his girlfriend and then bury her body and then the body was dancing and like if that's what drove him crazy you know what I mean so yeah it's I I don't know if it was before or after that but definitely definitely he was losing his mind because like even when everybody else shows up there's not any more of that kind of thing happening not really like the the house is moving and all that kind of shit. And we'll talk about that when we get there, but like, there's a little bit of that kind of stuff happening, but we don't, and maybe it's because there's other people there. So he's got others to like talk to and interact with, but we don't see anything happening with him in the house anymore. Well, because they have something else to move on to, but we're yeah. not moving on there yet. Cause I'm not done. Okay. Okay. Good. Cause the beginning part of the movie is fun. Go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> The laughing. I love that it starts because he sits down too hard and breaks a rocking chair and (laughs) then it all starts laughing at him and he goes nuts and starts laughing too. Yep. And then he starts pretending to sit down in a fake chair so he can laugh harder with the (laughs) lamp. And that is lovely. He's just doing squats and laughing with the lamp and then his laughter breaks down into him just screaming. Yeah. And it it hurts so bad. He he does crazy really well. Yeah, and just like the entire cabin turns into Pee-wee's fucking playhouse. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it I wish that the rest of the movie continued on similarly to that because at at first I was like, well, they killed off Linda. She was the only other character there um in the cabin and now it's just ash is this whole movie gonna just be ash in the house what the fuck and then i realized like once other people showed up i was like damn i wish the whole movie was just ash in the house because that was so enjoyable i mean i don't know how much longer they could have gone with it um but i enjoyed it thoroughly Mm -hmm. uh i enjoyed it thoroughly as well but I also loved Bobby Joe, so mm-hmm. don't cut her do from the movie. No, like, uh, maybe she should just show up on her own. <laughs> she is hot and she's a hick, which are two of my favorite things in a woman. <laughs> I'm and learning something new every day. Go ahead. <laughs> I enjoy that she's not fearless and she's not strong, but she's tough. 
Mm. Well, okay, wait, before we talk any more about Bobby Joe, because I like her a lot too, and, and I'll, I'll talk more about that in a minute, but when they're showing the couples interacting with one another, I felt like both of the couples, and I think maybe this is just the atmos- atmosphere of the movie that made me feel this way about them, but they were evil as fuck. They, like, they were creepy to me, and they were just humans talking to each other as humans at that point. Like, they didn't know really any of the shit that was going on. They weren't at the cabin yet. They literally just met each other. And it was beyond at least the way that their facial expressions were, the way that they were speaking to each other and all of that. And again, I think maybe what the surroundings were making it feel like this, or maybe because I had just watched Ash lose his damn mind. Um, But something about their interaction with one another, the two couples made me think that they were going to be like, villains at least one of the couples you know what i mean and then i was let down (laughs) jake and bobby joe were played off as being a little bit slimy and greedy yeah and i loved jake in that way like he was almost delightfully awful Mm. the way they kind of made him look and talk you could smell him just by looking (laughs) yep a man but, that wears overalls like that, you know he doesn't take many showers. I, I think just overalls alone. No offense to anyone who wears overalls. Go ahead. <laughs> I think with Annie and Ed, part mm-hmm. of what made them seem off is that they were doing a thing with a book made out of people. Mm-hmm. And they were really excited about Candarian demons and demonology (laughs) and also that they were such bad actors (laughs) yeah that it came off as very almost like they were hiding something just by how bad they were yeah Um, and I, I do think that it was just like where they were when they met and that whole thing made them all all four of them just feel creepier than they were. I, I again felt like um this I, I'm guessing it's gonna be all three of the movies because so far with the first two, they're giving me what is it called? The corpses movie? House of a Thousand Corpses, is that what it's yeah. called? You know, the movie I've seen <laughs> um that I wish I had never seen. It gives me those vibes though of that movie. It's not scary like that movie, but it is really, really off like that movie. All of the characters are a little fucked up, like those characters in that movie. Okay, those characters in that movie were very fucked up. But like it's like this movie is that, but it doesn't go that far because it's gonna be funny instead. You know, yeah. but if it wanted to go all the way in with the horror, then it would have been very, very similar to the Corpses movie. Well, I'm glad it wasn't because that means so you can I. enjoy this with me. Yeah, because I will veto any movie that you decide to choose that is similar to <laughs> that fucking mindfuck. Um, but yeah, um, I, I love, I think, I think she, about uh, Bobby Joe is my favorite character. Ooh. Of all I'm of them, so relieved. I chose a female bitches. Come at me! <laughs> I, and I swear I'm not even doing it on purpose. I just didn't give a shit about any of the guys, even Ash. Like I don't think I'm ever gonna care about Ash. Poor guy. 
like I, I feel bad for him because he's going crazy and all that. But never do I sit there and go, oh, I want you to succeed and I want you to do well. And I like I care about you and I'm on your side. Like, I don't I want don't, you to lose your mind, but <laughs> I don't think Ash ever becomes a sympathetic character either. I mean, I'm not trying to put words in your mouth for future movies, mm-hmm. but he is absolutely supposed to be the arrogant moron that we all have yeah. fun with. He's not supposed to be someone we want to see win or someone that we want to take care of. Just like, ha, dummy, moron, get it, shoot something. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I was relieved that at least he was taking control and like actually doing something instead of just sitting back and like being too fucking chicken shit to do anything. Okay, that's not fair. I'd probably be too fucking chicken shit to do anything. But like he's supposed to be the hero of the movie, so he should do something. And he did. So I was glad for that, but I didn't I didn't I didn't like it's not like I sat there and I went, "Oh no, poor Ash." I was just like, "Okay, well, maybe he won't completely lose his mind. Let's see." <laughs> yeah. But yeah, um, she was my favorite character, Bobby Joe was. Um I thought she was like you said, she was tough, at least at the beginning of the movie. But then she had the most human, normal reactions to shit. Whereas I'm going to compare her to fucking Annie, who just found out. Okay, well, I'm jumping a little. But when they get to the house very early on, she finds out that at least one of her parents is dead. Um, and there's And the other one is either also dead or possessed. And then her is, I'm, I'm guessing anyway, I don't know if it's ever said, but Ed is her boyfriend, at least that, that's my assumption, right? Uh, or friend, I, maybe. They kiss on the mouth, so at the very oh, least. Oh, okay. They're brother and sister. No, I'm just kidding. Okay, so, um, so yeah, so that's her boyfriend, the husband, whatever the fuck he is. And he dies pretty early on, which we'll talk about in more detail, I'm oh. sure, but... Like, he dies pretty early on, too, or gets possessed, whatever the fuck, all of that. And she's so calm when you think about all of the shit that she just witnessed with all of her people. And that made me confused about her, but it also made me like Bobby Joe, like, on the opposite end of that even more. Because I was like, yes, be freaked out want to run out of the fucking house that's attacking you with the demons in it like that's a normal fucking reaction you know yeah and she's like she's the first and maybe the only person that except maybe for jake that says we need to get the fuck out of here we're not waiting till morning yeah i liked her (laughs) i liked that she (laughs) in this movie you are able to be possessed because you took some kind of damage, either physical or mental, right? Yeah. Before they even get into the cabin, Ash shoots her in the fucking shoulder by accident. Oh, yeah, that's right. Then she gets an eyeball shot into her mouth, (laughs) has her hair ripped out of her head. Yep. And then none of those things take her down. Like, she was the most scared of all of them there. And it couldn't even use that to possess her. And I'm sure it wanted to. And in my book, whether she is like Sarah Connor tough or not, that makes her a badass. Yeah. Hey, you used my word. I mean, I did. I mean, especially (laughs) compared, though, to Ed, who is not only pathetic and mostly useless, Mm -hmm. but 
he kind of got thrown into the wall a little bit and he got immediately possessed. Bobby Joe yeah. got shot and she lasted longer <laughs> than him. <laughs> they always like, have to throw in one character like that, just a useless, good for nothing. Every okay. character from the first movie took more da- uh, damage than him before they turned. Yeah, that's true. So he is the most pathetic Evil Dead character ever. <laughs> so Ash from last movie, congrats. <laughs> You've been bumped up slightly. Also, his demon was the dumbest looking one. He looked like a mutant fish. Oh, uh, it was so stupid. The I like my reaction to the demons in general, which is like, hey, look, the puppets are back. Like that's that was my thing. It's like, yay, puppets. Just enjoy okay. it for what they are. <laughs> I loved Henrietta's puppet though. Oh, Henrietta's puppet was the one that looked like a man though. And I was confused because I thought it was her and then I wasn't sure if it was her because it looked like a man. So I thought it was like the dad, you know? And so I was confused and then I realized it was her. Especially (laughs) near the end when you get to see the full body with the distended stomach and the rotting organs and like the giraffe demon neck. (laughs) I thought all of that looked good. It was so ridiculous. I mean, it looked good considering what this movie is and what this movie does with demons. Yes, you're right. That was the best looking one because you got the most detail and um, best look at it, I guess. Yeah. But before we find out about Henrietta being down there, Mm -hmm. Ash, after his laughy breakdown, hears someone outside, assumes it's a demon and just starts shooting, accidentally shoots Bobby Joe. Well, I guess mm-hmm. deliberately shoots Bobby Joe, not knowing that she's a live human person. Yeah. So they throw him into the cellar, which I find funny because in the last movie, my favorite quote was Cheryl saying, we'll take all of you. And then who will be left to lock you in a cellar? Oh, it's like that. <laughs> well, Okay. I was really, my reaction to them throwing Ash into the cellar was, you don't even know what the fuck is happening. You don't even know anything about the demons right now. Okay, they didn't know there were demons at all. Right. Well, eventually they do. But, yeah, but at that time, they didn't yeah, they know had there no were idea. demons. They just thought, well, her parents are missing. There's a bloody chainsaw and there's some weird guy who just shot a girl. Yeah, and here's the thing. Maybe tie him down to a chair or hit him a couple times so he can't get up, make sure he has no weapons around him, blah, blah, blah. But you just straight up threw this man into the cellar and their reaction or what they say to him, I can't remember who it is. One of them says that they hope he rots in there. And I'm like, wow, that's extreme. Like, you don't know for sure that he's killed anybody yet. You assume that he's killed her parents. You don't know that for sure. And immediately you're like, die, bitch, die? What the fuck? Like, calm down. Pull it back a little bit. You don't know easy. anything crazy is even happening yet. Easy to say when you're not in this situation. If yeah, you went to I... your parents' house and your parents were gone and there was blood everywhere and you were expecting them to be there and then there was some crazy guy with a shotgun... At least shoot him then. I don't think my reaction would be I'm going to lock you in the cellar and let you starve and die in there. You don't have <laughs> like, a cellar. That's true. I don't have a cellar. Thank goodness. Cellars are always creepy. Cellars and basements. Just don't fucking do it. Don't do it. If your house has one, lock it up. 
but of course um after they lock him in they're finding out via the tape recorder that henrietta is down there and oh. annie turns on the tape and no one is talking yes she goes, thank you Shh, listen up this is my father's voice it's like a who talks like you <laughs> And nobody was talking. Yeah, I literally have the exact same note written. I was just like, bitch, no one has said anything. What's wrong with you? Who are you telling to shut up? That was like a the room sentence. Nobody says, this is the voice of my father. <laughs> well, I, I wanted to like Annie. And I feel like maybe there was a moment where I had slight respect for her. But I I can't like I I know you choose like the useless ones as your least favorite characters a lot you know or not a lot but sometimes in these types of movies like if they're just useless they do nothing and they're there and they waste time and whatnot like they're the least favorite character unless there's a really 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 awful character um I'm not gonna choose one like that my least favorite character off and on was Annie she was my least favorite and I don't know if it's because of her character or because the actress was acting like she was on stage you know the stage direction <laughs> like you have to be speaking to the person in the cheap seats essentially mm -hmm. like mm -hmm. you're performing to the person all the way in the back yeah she was performing this movie to people who weren't even in the woods yeah yeah and well it okay. made me sad because in the musical, Annie might be my favorite. Ah. And for them to, I would, I would say for them to do this to her, but this one was first. So <laughs> for them to have that unrealized potential of Annie made me sad. Mm. Well, and I don't, I haven't seen the musical, obviously. So like for me, there is no one else. It's just, this is Annie. This is the only Annie. Um, and I just, I really wanted to like her because there were moments where she was being the badass, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, but then at the same time, I was just like, you're just, uh, you're annoying. And I still didn't think she had a human reaction to any of it. Like she had a human reaction as far as you killed my parents. And then she like jumps on him and shakes him on Ash at the beginning when they see him, like yells at him, like, what did you do to them? Blah, 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 whatever. And then that's that's it. That's literally her only like human reaction to anything. And then it's all over from there. Everything else is just robotic. I do like that she didn't fall for it when the demon Henrietta was like, I'm fine now. I remember okay. how I used to sing this to you when you were a baby. But there's a difference between not falling for it and not showing any feeling toward it whatsoever. Yeah, and I think that was acting. But I liked that in that moment that she didn't fall for it. I was like, oh, fuck, good. Yeah, so did I. However. I just think she should have been like, maybe it's shed a tear and say, you're not my mother. My mother's dead. Yeah, I, I agree that there should have been more emotion in that. There should have been a lot more emotion just in general when, as far as Annie's concerned, in my opinion. But I also, I, I'm going to be jumping ahead because there's a scene that's similar to that when Ash is telling her that he's okay. Mm -hmm. She just is like, oh, okay, I believe you. 
It's like, bitch, you want to get that D that bad that you're willing to believe him, but you were okay with keeping your mother demon locked up? Like, what? What? Why did you believe him when he told you that she was not okay, but now you're you're going to believe him just because he's saying he's okay when you just saw him as a fucking demon in front of your own eyes? Yeah. It's, like, it that that made the scene with the mom, like, less good to me because I was like, okay, so you didn't actually make that decision. Ash shakes his head and says, no, you believe him. Ash says, I'm fine. You believe him. Like, okay, so you can't make decisions on your own. The badass that I thought you were is actually a little bitch. Like, I'm sorry, but I don't like you anymore. Yeah. I do That's what I'm saying funny. though. Is like, she had great moments of potential and then they just fucked it up completely. Go ahead. I think it's funny that when Ash was possessed, seeing Linda's necklace made him okay. It's like, oh, yeah. God, it's so uh-huh. cheesy. I love it so much. <laughs> uh, stop flirting with this girl now, I guess, if Linda's necklace still means so much to you. Oh, but, never. Um, never stop flirting with any woman. And you know what? In all honesty, I know that Bobby Joe also had a boyfriend, but they both did. That's the one I'd be flirting with. Oh, oh and I know this has nothing to do with anything, but Bobby Joe's outfit is like my favorite outfit in the entire universe. Just some <laughs> jeans and a tucked in like loose blouse. It's cute. And it looked great on her at the end. <laughs> and- I'm, I'm a girl after all. I had to mention it. <laughs> yeah. And I will say this though about flirting with Bobby Joe versus flirting with Annie. Hmm. I think as much of a shithead as Jake is through most of the mm. movie, he loves that woman she and does. he cares for her so much. And mm-hmm. that is the only thing I liked about him legitimately. I mean, yeah. I found enjoyment in him, but I didn't like anything else about him. Yeah. But then it's just like the way he took care of her and the way he was just like, oh, you're fucking with pages of a book while Bobby Joe is gone. Fuck you. Yep. I'm in charge now. We're going to go look for my wife or girlfriend or whoever she is. Yeah. That, like, I was final. like, I finally got the, the thing that I wanted. A man who actually loved his girlfriend so much that he was not willing to give up on saving her. Even if part of him might have believed, like, you might be right. She might already be dead. It might be too late for her. But, like, fuck, I'm going to stand around here while you read from some stupid-ass book. <laughs> and, like, if there's a chance I can save her, I'm going to take that chance. And I loved that so much. And I think there was that. There was also the fact that Jake was funny. There was that part where the room, there's, like, a, I think a door, like, opens or whatever. It's, like, Something happens in the, one of the rooms and they're all standing there looking at it. This is before Bobby Joe has even left. And um, uh, Ash says, uh, we'll all go together and check it out. And um, Jake's just like, fuck no. I don't think he says fuck. But no, he's like, basically, you're the curious one. Yeah, you're the curious one. That was so good. I'm like, yeah, exactly. Why should all of you go? But of course, Annie went because, you know, she was tough then for like a minute. Well, and I don't think it was even her father's Mm. room that opens and okay i know we're watching a movie about kandarian demons possessing the bodies of the living Mm. the ghost thing was stupid it was very stupid i i was i feel like i was already kind of over everything by that point of the movie though i was just like all right whatever (laughs) 
I would have preferred them to get that information off of the tapes rather mm-hmm. than there being a ghost dad. Yeah, it could have been on the tapes. It could have been a handwritten note he had left. It could have literally been anything else except that stupid ghost. It could have been. But that does lead to one of the most special of the hand moments. Uh, okay. Bobby Joe and Jake <laughs> are terrified and they're clutching each other because they've just <laughs> seen a ghost. Uh-huh. And, and then she's like, you're squeezing my hand too tight. And she's like, I'm not holding your hand. And then they cut down and Ash's <laughs> hand is holding Bobby Joe's hand. And that's when she <laughs> runs off into the night. Yeah. And it was hilarious. Yeah. But also, <sighs> Bobby and Joe deserved a better death. I agree. But I will say, I was 100% expecting another tree rape scene. Because it seemed like it was going to come to that. The branches like ripped her clothes and did some weird. And maybe this is just because I was expecting it to be another rape scene. You know, um, like the one of the tree branches like touches her mouth and like, like slips into her mouth for a second. And then they like shoot away from it. And I was just like, oh, great. Again, they didn't fucking learn from the first time not to do that. I don't want to see this again. What the fuck? Uh, but then I remembered she was wearing jeans. So I was like, hmm, maybe not them, you know, because it's a lot yeah. easier if you just have like a shirt on or like a dress or something for them to get away with that. And I was so glad they didn't do that. Not just to her, just to all of us, because we've seen it once. We don't need to see it again. We didn't even need to see it the first time, honestly. But um, I was expecting they it. didn't do the same thing again. Mm-hmm. But I also don't think the tree attack was as good as it was no. the first one. No. And it's not because I'm really into tree rape. It's <laughs> because they showed us too much tree and the more you see the trees, the less scary the trees are. I agree. Because they looked like weird Wizard of Oz trees. They did not look <laughs> like scary trees. The vines are scary. The trees are cartoons. Yeah. Well, also... Are it, maybe this is just something I missed because she dies. She like straight up dies, right? Uh, Bobby Joe does. Yeah. She doesn't get possessed and come back as a demon or anything. No, it just happens completely off screen. We never see her again. Yeah, and I thought that was weird because I thought their whole thing was feed us your souls. So I was surprised that they just killed her off instead of trying to turn them into one of them because their whole thing is like, join us, join us. And it's like, but not you. We don't yeah, <laughs> I guess they didn't really have any further use for her. The movie was wrapping up and they still had Henrietta to deal with. That's true. And I want to go back to Henrietta because I think she was very polite. <laughs> okay. Ash and that cabin had at least one full day of time together when she was just in the fucking basement. <laughs> And she didn't ever come out until someone she knew arrived. <laughs> but her little pop out of like, someone's in my fruit cellar, someone with a fresh soul. It was so dumb. But is Ash's soul really fresh at this point? <laughs> I don't think it's possible. <laughs> I yeah. think the dumb part is that she just like 
stayed there. If she was in the cellar the whole time, she didn't try to get out or nothing. She just like sat there waiting for mm-hmm. someone that she knew to show up. Then again, that's really not how you get Ash. When you give him a physical thing to fight, then he gets tough. When you give him a mental thing to fight, he can't shoot himself in the head. Yeah, that's true. Well, but if he shoots himself in the head, then he can't join them, right? And that one they want. True. They didn't They didn't have use for Bobby Joe, but, Guess not. like, everybody wants Ash's dick, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe Bobby Joe is just not possessible because, as I said earlier, everyone else, when taking that kind of damage, got possessed. That's and true. They never possessed Bobby Joe, even though she got shot and all those other things. And so she is the toughest character, at least in the first two um, movies. I haven't yeah, seen the third killable. one yet. So. You just can't corrupt her immortal soul. Well, everyone's killable. Maybe her soul is already so corrupt that there was just they were just like, what the fuck do we do? she came to us like this what the fuck because when she first shows up on screen and she is like leaning against the car and she asks them why they want to go to the cabin i think that's what she asked something along those lines she straight up looks evil in that first scene that we see of her i've never seen a woman look so ugly in one second and then it literally the next time they show her she's beautiful like, I was like, what? huh? How'd you do that? <laughs> and I don't think she was even ugly in that scene. It's just her personality was so bad, you know, uh-huh. that I just hated her immediately in that, just in that first second. And then so she just looked ugly to me because of that. But yeah, she's beautiful. She is. For the record, do you want to know why Henrietta looked like a man? Because it was a man, I'm yeah. assuming. Yeah, it had to Even be. was played by Ted Raimi, one of the fake oh. shemps from the first movie, the brother oh. of the director. <laughs> they thought he was such a good fake shemp in the last one that they decided to make him a real shemp in this one. <laughs> hey, I <have> no complaints. <laughs> they still did use fake shemps in this movie, and I think they kind of had to because it's their brand now. Yeah, you can't not do it. Yeah, you can't have the demon actually looking like the actor who played the original character. What would no. the fun of that be? What's, yeah. <laughs> well, I just thought it was weird because we had seen female demon things look very feminine, even though they were, you know, demons. Well, um, at least Henrietta was fat. They she, don't not only that. People look feminine. <laughs> Well, not only that, but she was also like the big bad demon, the witch demon, whatever the hell. Um, so she wasn't like the rest of them. Um, so it wasn't about looking feminine or masculine or anything like that. She was just different from the rest of them. But also in the first one, all of them, even though they started off looking more like themselves and more feminine, the, well, the female demons, obviously. Um, and I know this is because of budgeting, but later like the more we see of them the less feminine they look so maybe it's just because you know she's been here a long time versus like the other female demons like linda in this one (laughs) um yeah there uh there there was also that oh this is jumping ahead so i'll let you i'll let you talk because i won't forget this go ahead you could argue that Henrietta wasn't the main demon. You could argue that the giant tree face was the main I demon. I don't want to argue that. 
But you could. <laughs> you could, but I don't want to because I want to pretend that that tree demon thing wasn't a thing. That was by so far, yeah, the dumbest thing that these movies have done, I think. Yeah, but especially with how important that entire woodland seems to be, mm-hmm. I think it's more reasonable to say that the main demon is in the trees yeah. rather than is in any person. That's true, yeah. Well, okay, I'm going to talk about this scene before we talk about that because that's leading toward to the end of the movie already. When Jake has decided he's taking control and they're going to follow him out into the woods to find Bobby Joe, they go outside and I don't remember exactly what happens, but he hits... Uh, Ash and Ash falls to the ground and then Annie's reaction for some reason is to jump on Jake and say leave him alone it's like he had Ash was on the ground Jake wasn't touching him anymore he was looking out into the woods why was your reaction to jump on him in that moment what did you think he was gonna do or what did you think you were gonna do like yeah he shoved you the fuck off because you're being a stupid bitch (laughs) like see like there's so much so many dumb decisions, I think, that Annie makes throughout the movie that if she had done less, I would have liked her. But the more Annie, she did things, the dumber she was. <laughs> Annie does try at that point, though. And by try, I mean Ash gets possessed and she runs and grabs a dagger and yeah. thinks she's going to set up this trap for him. Yeah. And gets herself the dubious honor of being the only unpossessed human in Evil Dead to kill another unpossessed human. Yeah. Because she fucking stabs Jake. Yeah. And then they're like, uh, pull the knife out. And she does, uh, even though she's supposed to be an incredibly smart person. Yeah. I, I'm not sure exactly <laughs> what her credentials are, but... She seems to have some kind of a smart person credential (laughs) that at the very least would allow you to know that taking the knife out is a bad idea. Yeah, like, I don't know shit all about, like, health and, like, I didn't study anything. It's not like I've been working to become a doctor or something like that or a nurse or anything like that. But I fucking know you don't pull the fucking knife out. Like, leave it. (laughs) it doesn't even matter though because she dragged him over to the cellar it's like are you trying to feed mommy is that what we're doing she drags him over to the cellar and yells at him as he's screaming in pain to shut up like are you fucking kidding you stabbed him he is dying and you are dragging his body and you're yelling at him to shut up (laughs) no that's not how this works that scene though of her dragging him was probably the hardest one for me to watch because this man is suffering she just killed him like he's dead there's no way he's surviving this shit there's just no way if he survives he's demon otherwise he's dead you know um and like to watch that happen and him to just be like clinging to that hope that he is going to survive somehow which was dumb but like it it was painful on an emotional level it was painful to watch well if you want your emotions to feel better he's at least reunited with bobby jim oh no that doesn't help you see if i could sit here and say i believe in an afterlife 
then that would make me feel better. I'm not sure I do. So it's like, nah, they did. That's it. They didn't even get to say goodbye to each other. Apparently half glass full today. I don't know. Half. I always say that wrong. Glass half full. I always say that wrong. Go ahead. What? Yeah. I've got to give this one the same uh, gripe that I gave the last one, though. There are so many goddamn broken windows in this stupid cabin. Mm-hmm. And Ash is running. Oh, the front door, the back door. Gotta get through a door. <laughs> yep. What is... Windows are perfectly acceptable ways to break into someone's home and kill them. Thanks for that. You only slightly sounded like a psychopath saying that sentence. <laughs> but I agree with you. From your friends, millennials at the <laughs> Hey, hey, don't drag me into this shit. You said it. <laughs> um, yeah. The- Maybe the demons are just so uncoordinated, especially Ash, as we saw, mm. that he can't navigate a window. Yeah. That, well, because in the first one, they straight up break the windows and they don't do anything about it. Like, they don't use that as their entrance or anything. Exactly. So... Uh, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> but we are now left with just <sighs> Ash and Annie and the hand. Yes. And can I just say how ridiculously sexually attracted I am to the hand? The Ash, who's like, yeah. <laughs> he gives good finger. Um, <laughs> the Ash, he's like, let's head into that cellar and carve ourselves a witch. It's like, <laughs> Uh, i can't even agree with you on this one see i was all for it with scotty ash i just it doesn't matter how badass certain things he does in this movie are i'm sticking with the damn word um i still can't look at him and see a badass like a true badass it doesn't happen for me i thought when he gets all of his weddies weddies weapons strapped on and he get he's getting all ready and shit and then he goes groovy i was like fuck like that's ash that's ash right there and see i can't i can't think that's hot it's so dumb (laughs) oh i don't want to think it's hot i'm not bragging it's just (laughs) that moment was it and it's just like i i can do like (laughs) yes i'll follow you anywhere well, good, well, you know, good luck dying I like Ash. them violent and dumb. I, I do know that. They didn't give me one here. They gave me Bobby Joe. That's all I've got. And you know what? I'm not fucking complaining. She was damn gorgeous. She was. And I'm glad you love her too. Yeah. I'm surprised at myself. A hot girl who, I, who ends up being my favorite character in a movie. What? What? Shocker. Yeah. Um, the f- Ash going in. Guys. I was just gonna say I thought the fight between and you might have been leading to this, but so I might be jumping ahead of what you were saying. But when he's fighting the witch demon thing, and then the neck stretches out like you were saying, and just that whole thing was, it was too much. And I think at this point of the movie, and it's funny to say this now, but I was just like. It's taking so long for this movie to end. I know this is going to be the big fight that ends it all. At least I thought. Um, So hurry up with it already. And it took too long. I loved it. Yeah. The stupid fight. I maybe and- if I was like a huge fan of the series or the series, yeah, I guess it's a series. Um, or like I was really invested in it in some way for some reason. 
I would have loved every stupid thing about it just as much as I loved every like great thing about it, you know? But to me, and I think this just goes to show what kind of horror movies I prefer. I like psychological thrillers a lot. So I loved seeing Ash lose his damn mind and be alone in the cabin. Everything that came after, even though there were great things about it, like I feel like, and like this is one of the things that was not great. So things like this overpowered those good things like Bobby Joe. <laughs> well, I do prefer psychological thrillers in my horror, but I didn't see this as a horror movie. I saw it as a comedy that had horror elements. Yeah. It, I will say at least it was better in, than the first one in a, probably a few ways maybe, but especially because even though there were a few scenes of blood just everywhere, it wasn't constantly just gore and blood. You know what I mean? Like it, every scene didn't need it. So I preferred, I, I liked that about it. I was glad that they didn't rely on the gore because <laughs> it didn't work yeah. anyway. <laughs> but you're right. I loved Ash heading down into the cellar to get the pages that Jake had thrown down there. Mm-hmm. I am surprised that that was Henrietta's best plan. Mm. Well, she wasn't a very scary demon or a smart one. <laughs> no. Because really, Ash could do nothing with the pages. Mm. So she shouldn't have let him get anywhere near those stairs. Yeah. Because Annie could apparently speak Kandarian. Mm-hmm. That that checks out, I guess. Totally. <laughs> so her getting the pages was the problem. Ash getting them meant nothing. Right. Yeah, like Henrietta, Henrietta didn't have her priorities right there. No. And this was Annie's real badass moment, though, because she started doing the translations mm-hmm. and she had to stop because Ash was getting beaten up too hard. So she had to stop and distract Henrietta, yep. who was the corpse of her mom. That was so great. Yeah. So that Ash could get a handle on it again. And then she almost dies because the hand comes back and stabs her. Uh, and she still manages to finish. It's like, how did the hand affect the movie more than A? <laughs> well, okay, wait, though. Because, and you're right, it did. But did, you'll correct me if I'm wrong, but didn't the hand stab um, Annie with the same thing that Annie stabbed Jake with? Yes, is the Kandarian dagger. Thank you. That I was so I thought that was great, and I was pretty sure that's what it was. But now thinking about it, I was like, "Fuck, did I fuck that up?" But yes, that was great because she, like you said, was the only unpossessed human to kill another unpossessed human, and the thing, the weapon that she used, came back and stabbed her literally in the back. And I can't blame the hand for that one. <laughs> mm. It was a little bit of poetic justice. Yeah, she did deserve it. Maybe Jake was now the hand. Ooh, I don't, no, I don't know how but... that would happen. Yeah, I just I wanted to give him a little more. <laughs> um, but yeah, the I I think she was. I think what you were saying earlier about her reaction, Annie's reaction to Henrietta, and this is just purely acting. Um, the fact that it wasn't enough. 
is even more important in this scene when she's like distracting the mom by singing the lullaby at her to get her attention. And like, she could have had tears in her eyes or something, you know, like she should, didn't have to be crying yeah. or having a hard time with it. Like, I can't do this, but she could have at least been like teary. And that would have been so much better and more moving. Whereas the way it was, she was a badass. That was a really great scene for me liking Annie. But at the same time, I was like, you feel nothing, don't you? you you're a fucking psychopath or something <laughs> or a sociopath, maybe. Yeah, and we really needed the human component to sell the fact that that was supposed to be an emotional scene. Yeah, exactly. Mm. I have a, I have a thing that I like that Ash said that I think probably made me like him most in this movie, and I can't remember Ooh. what exactly was in response to. Um, he says, and I quote, "Swallow this." I'll swallow your soul. That's what it was, yeah. <laughs> He's... That might have been the moment where I was attracted to him slightly, I guess. I don't think I was ever yeah. actually attracted to him, but that line was just like, fuck yeah, that's your badass line. I like it. It's better than a lot of movies okay. give. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna need to point out that you weren't attracted to him until he said, swallow this. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> I'm Sorry gonna, about it. I'm, I'm gonna have to go check out uh, what the fuck's wrong with my brain after this episode, but we can stay on track now. <laughs> but yeah, the ending is so long. And uh, were you gonna still say something else about Henrietta? I wasn't. I was going to lead into the the tree. Not the tree. The <laughs> vortex yeah okay i kept going okay this is the end of the movie okay this fight like last this final fight scene is taking too long okay hurry up just kill it and move on blah 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 and it finally happened and i was like okay the movie is gonna be over and don't get me wrong this wasn't like i'm so tired of this movie like you had pointed out to me it was only like an hour and 24 minutes or something like that so it wasn't like it was so long and it wasn't like I was like, oh, I hate this movie. Get it over with. It was just like, okay, but I don't need any more of this. I get it. Kill it. And then wrap it up, you know? But it took so long and then I thought it was over. And then the vortex thing, which you can talk about, that shit happened. And I was just like, no, mm -mm, I'm done. <laughs> I think they set that up really well, mm -hmm. both by opening the movie, talking about the book more and then having a few scenes within mm -hmm. where they show the pages and they even show Ash drawn on one of the pages with his jeans yeah. on, the same clothes and his gun. Yeah. It was a great setup to the point where by the end of the movie, when time travel to the medieval times happened, <laughs> I wasn't surprised. I think... <sighs> I think with movies like this, when there's so much going on and there's so many things that I'm trying to keep track of, because especially with this one, like I said, it felt like it was two separate movies. So I was trying in my head to combine them, you know, and be like, no, no, they're one movie. Like, think about what happened at the beginning, you know, and think about what's happening now and all that. That by the end of it, I just get so tired. You know what I mean? And maybe this is a good thing that the movie does. I don't know. But it, it gets me so confused that when that whole 
time travel thing happened, I was like, what the fuck is happening right now? What, where is this movie going? What is the point of this? You know what I mean? Like, okay. Yeah. The thing is, they didn't even set the time travel up at the beginning. They set that up right before Bobby Joe, like right after she went missing. Mm. So they set it up maybe 15 minutes before it paid off. And I don't think it was like I didn't, it's not like I forgot. It was just like, I still, like, I was trying to understand why this movie was going in so many different places. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like they were trying to accomplish a lot in one movie. Yeah. And it was a pretty short movie. So I, it was, I don't know. It was like, it was so slow, but at the same time, it was so rushed. Hmm. I did enjoy Ash's repeated going back to the most traumatic. No. <laughs> yeah. No. No. Yeah. I he did it at the end. I believe he did it when he found out the bridge was curled. Yep. I wanted to go back and count how many times he did that, actually. <laughs> it's so awful, and I love it. Yeah, it was great. I And... Here's the thing, the way the movie ended made me want more, so they did something right with it, you know, because I wanted more. I wanted to know what was what happens next. I wanted to know like just everything, you know. Um that sequel bait. Well, and that's what I'm hoping is that the next one is going to actually be more of a continuation rather than what did he call it? A requel? requel. A requel. Or you'll have to see. Yeah, I will. A third movie starts in the cabin. Him and Linda dancing. God damn it. No. Stuff. <laughs> if I have to see Linda one more time, I didn't even really hate Linda, but if I have to see Linda one more time, I will pull my fucking hair out. <laughs> I will say, I think between the two movies, Linda was a delight. I liked her fine, and and in this one, I don't think she was in it enough for me to have too much of a like love or hate for her. Um, in the first one, I really liked her, especially Demon her. Um, but like I said, it's not about Linda. It's just about I don't want to see the same thing over again. Damn it! <laughs> but if you're gonna do the same thing again, movie, even though this movie's already been made, um, bring fucking what's his name, Scotty back. Well, you might have to watch the musical for that one. Uh, damn it. Don't give me a reason to watch the musical. <laughs> I will give you every reason to watch the musical. <laughs> I know you will. Um, did you have anything more? You, I'm ready for final ratings okay. if you are. I am, yeah. Um, I'll go first. I'll get the disappointment out of the way first. <laughs> uh, I gave it a 40%. Oh, God. <laughs> I, there was, there were quite a few things that I really liked, but I feel like my 40% is just based on the first 20 minutes of the movie, maybe less than that. If this movie continued on with at least the majority of it being Ash losing his mind, battling the forest and the house, and then even if Henrietta came out and it was him against Henrietta, um, Something like that, you know, I think I would have enjoyed it more, which I know means that I wouldn't have gotten Bobby Joe, but like overall, I would have liked the movie better that way. Whereas, I, and I think this says something about me and my brain 
more than it does about the movie. They did too many things for my liking. It it made me think too much, which sounds so stupid, to try to keep track of everything that was happening. You know what I mean? Especially because I was already struggling with figuring out who are these characters? What's their purpose? Why are they here? That whole thing with the, you know, the two couples. And by the time I figured that out, then everything else was just shit show. So like not in a negative shit show way, but like shit show, like there was so much happening, you know? But like, yeah, there were funny things. There were some funny lines and there was Bobby Joe and even Jake. I actually liked Jake. Um, that was basically it for me though. Yeah. So what'd you give um, it? I gave it a 97. <laughs> it does feel like two separate movies, but I enjoyed both of those movies. Mm, okay. I was entertained the entire time. I think the producers and writers looked at the original and decided, wow, people really liked the last 20 minutes. Let's make the whole movie bad. <laughs> yeah. I do think that this movie only really works because of Bruce Campbell's portrayal of Ash. Mm. I think without his breakdowns and his heroics, this would not be even close to as good of a movie as it is. Mm. Yeah, you're probably right. And see, that's why I wanted just him. <laughs> I, well, well, maybe I'll get it in the third movie. <laughs> maybe you will, but probably not. <laughs> because we are finishing up our Evil Dead series with Army of Darkness from 1992, starring Bruce Campbell and M. Beth Davids. Hmm. So there's at least one other character in that. Damn. Well, there's an army. Oh. There's also got to be demons, so yeah. Can't ever. Well, the army is of darkness, so. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Is like it can't just be a hash, I guess. Ever. <laughs> that would be a pretty boring movie. <laughs> yeah. All right, guys. Um, in the meantime, check us out on social media. We're on Instagram at Millennials at the Movies. On Twitter, Millennials ATM, and my personal Twitter is Ami. That's A M I underscore Movies. And minus cantaloupe underscore eyes like the fruit. We'll see you guys next time. Bye.